Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio, Derek and Doug talking all things Disney, and today is a very special day in the world of Rope Drop Radio. It is our one-year anniversary. We've been putting on shows uh, for the last year, and all for you guys. We just love talking Disney, and Doug, it's time to celebrate. Yeah, episode 52, and my math is sketchy, but there's 52 weeks in a year, so that means we've been at it a while. And it's it's been a fun journey so far. Uh, yeah, don't I wouldn't listen to the first few episodes, kind of a little bit no. of a rocky beginning, but we didn't know what we were doing at no, all. But now now we actually have uh, quite a few listeners, so thank you for uh making us part of your day. And got a fan. We we have a fan we have a few fans and we have a fan. And, and a thank fan. you for interacting with us and we just love doing this for you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And today is a special episode. This is our uh, wishes episode in honor of wishes leaving the magic kingdom we're going to do the bye whole episode yeah bye bye wishes so we're going to do some of the wishes that we want in walt disney world but first doug uh, we start every week with a little bit of news and we have one thing to talk about real quick yes one little bit of news kind of exciting for um people like us that are marvel fans you can now meet star lord and baby groot at hollywood studios which is pretty exciting um, he's meeting in the one man's dream area where Moana was meeting. Moana has yet to be relocated. Hopefully she shows up soon because every day she's not there, there's a sad little girl crying. But Star-Lord, present at the studios, and Baby Groot. Do you think he'll um, be there when we go in June? How long? Um, you know? I can't imagine that he'll be gone yet, right? Oh, he's yeah. got to survive the summer. Yeah. Um. Is what's is Thor come out this this fall? Um, so I can't imagine. I don't think they can have Thor in the park because I think uh, Universal has the rights. So I think he's safe for a while. Okay. Well, we'll have to get a picture. That'll be yeah. on our list. Maybe. Uh, I maybe we just say no. We just want it with Baby Groot and just make him feel sad and get out of the picture. I don't know something ironic like that. But yeah, I think he'll still be there. Uh, hopefully this is a sign of things to come with Marvel in the studios. Part of the reason they pursued things like the Guardians of the Galaxy was so they could work them into the Florida parks. So let's get cracking. Let's get something well, in there. And that, here we are. And that's a perfect transition to today's show topic. Things that we want to see happen in the Walt Disney World, Doug. These are our wishes uh, things oh, added, wishes. added, changed. So we're going to kind of go back and forth and, and talk about each other's. We got a little list here, and huh? we want to hear from you as well. Uh, what would you like to add, change, if you agree with some of our ideas? And if you're a Disney Imagineer listening to the show, uh, please take notes because I'm sure all these ideas, <laughs> all these ideas are Golden. so good that they're going to be implemented in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Doug, 
Oh, I was going to say, Doug, why don't you start us off, but what do you got? All right. All right, I'm going to do as dreamers do and have our wishes here. Well, my first one, I don't know that I'm asking a lot, but I'd really like them to set a more accurate schedule for park hours and extra magic hours seven months out. You want us to book our dining reservations six months out. You have to if you want to be our guest. Well, you owe it to us to have the park hours set and not fiddle with them. If you need to extend the park hours by an hour or two as it gets, like, the week of or something like that, that's fine. But, like, the whole, like, 30 days out, moving around, messing them up after I've already made my fast passes, you're killing me. On our, what was our spring break trip? where they added an extra magic hour to the Magic Kingdom on the day we went there. We don't necessarily always like to do morning extra magic hours, but we already had our Fast Passes and our dining set, so we were forced into it. So please, Disney, just set the schedule. Make it not necessarily like everything changes. It's crazy. Like The hours they put out are so limited. I know in July... Magic Kingdom is not going to close at 9 every night. Don't lie to us like that. Just set a schedule, please. I agree. It should be pretty easy. I, I get moving maybe an, an extra magic hour around, you know, to offset some of the crowds. But when it really messes with one of your meals, I know like you were telling me and Michelle, I mean, that can just kind of kill your day if you're planning an early morning breakfast and then all of a sudden they decide to do extra magic hours at that same time. It kills you having that early rope drop because people yep. are already there yeah so just set it that's my wish my first wish disney all right well make a better schedule well my first wish is going to play off of the uh talking about groot and uh, star lord is mm. i want i love character dining that has been pretty much established in this show i want to see some of these ips turn into some character meals uh, you know we're going to get a Star Wars one when Star Wars Land opens up. We but better, why not yeah. Why not a Marvel one? Marvel meal. A Marvel luncheon with whatever characters they, they have the rights to uh, for Florida. And then, of course, you should have something by now in California, you would think, uh, because they don't mm-hmm. have any restrictions out there. So yeah. give, us, give us a Marvel IP meal. I would love uh, to eat lunch with Captain America or... Uh, Star Lord or Groot, even I, just anyone. I think Claire would really love to eat with Rocket Raccoon. I what think if it's a real Claire raccoon? would love that. Well, I mean, then uh, you got to guard your food a little bit. They just find them out back in the dumpster, right? But uh, oh, speaking of which, one of our listeners, um, Jeannie, who did the half marathon with me, well, not with me, she was way ahead of me. She posted her trip report on the disboards, and there was a picture of a raccoon in a trash can at pop century so oh, nice Classic. yeah if I, if you're on discords yeah. go check that out I, it's so she found rocket so there is a character meal with rocket at disney world just it's by the just trash can in a trash can so i guess yeah that was a that was a tangent sorry for that but yeah get the ips all involved why not an indiana jones meal it could be snakes all over or something um, Why did it have to know, be there's... snakes? I mean, Pixar, you have so many. That could be on the menu. Snakes on the menu. Gross. But, uh, no, yeah, you have so many great intellectual <laughs> properties that they could do. I, I know my kids would love, like, uh, they're doing a Toy Story Land. Why not a Toy Story meal uh, in the studios? Yeah. That just seems so difficult to come up with that it's right there in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's like printing their own money. 
I just same thing with like in the peak of Frozen. How hard would it have been to just put Anna and Elsa at Akers's and not worry about any other princesses? They would have lower operating costs, just two princesses, and it would have been booked 180 plus 10 out all yep. the time. Now the ship has sailed, but uh, it will be back. Uh, some people ship... can't let it go. Nope. So, yeah, that's a great one, Derek. All right, what about I, what's next on your list? Next on my list. All right. This one seems obvious, too, but I wasn't a huge fan of the Main Street Electrical Parade or Spectral Magic, but the Magic Kingdom doesn't feel like the Magic Kingdom without a nighttime parade. They need to have a nighttime parade that just comes down the street and lights things up. After seeing Paint the Night, I know what they're capable of. Now my expectations are really high. So they need a new nighttime parade for the Magic Kingdom. It's really weird when you walk in at night or going down Main Street and there's people sitting along the curbs as if there's a parade about to come. But sadly, there is no parade. Uh, it's just kind of eh until the fireworks start. So there's a wish. Just get your act together. Get us a nighttime parade. Disney World deserves a nighttime parade. I mean, it's the most visited theme park on the planet, the Magic Kingdom, and you took out the nighttime rep- parade and didn't replace it with anything. So, Was there a reason? I was shocked when they said they were going to take it away. I thought there may be a, a good reason, but it seems well, like there's nothing They coming. just moved it west. They yeah. moved it to Disneyland, and, you know, and then they put, you know, Paint the Night on the shelf, didn't bring it to World. So Paint the Night's just sitting there. Meanwhile, Disneyland's enjoying their ancient parade i i described that earlier this year as like going from the iphone 7 to a flip phone yet the disneyland folks are really thrilled about it but whatever nostalgia i suppose but man paint the night's awesome they need to do something similar at world they need to get with it and they have all those ips we'll even go back to that they can do so many cool things just roll pixar down the street well a pixar float you know you can see all the lights on there star wars float and then, of course, Disney floats. You just do so much cool things at night. Yeah. Lightsabers going on top. Oh, my yeah. gosh. The, see, the sky's they, the limit. And really, there's no reason we're only talking about Magic Kingdom. Epcot doesn't have a parade at all. Uh, the World Showcase is wide enough when there's not food festival booths Yeah, but that's like over. nine months out of the year. That's true. Okay, Epcot, maybe not ideal for a parade. Hollywood Studios, the parade route's all right. Um, it works pretty well. There's really no reason not to have a, at least a short little Star Wars parade go through there. Maybe there will be once Star Wars Land opens. They used to do Block Party Bash. That was awesome. It stopped. They danced. Kids interacted. Oh, yeah. We love that. Yeah. Block Party Bash was great. They still do a Pixar Play Parade at California Adventure, and that's pretty good. It's just Pixar character after Pixar character. There's no no shame in that, Disney. Just do something, please. That's a good one. I like it. So hopefully an Imagineer is listening and taking notes. Uh-huh. So, all right, moving on to mine. You talked about Epcot a little bit in there. My biggest thing for Epcot has always been I want to see a Netherworld showcase. They have five plots of land that have been open. Uh, I'd have to look up how many years now since uh, Norway was the last one. Uh, but still, you have Spain and Russia, Brazil, 
some of the Middle Eastern countries have all expressed interest mm-hmm. of wanting to be in Epcot. And it's just like, come on, Disney, why don't we have those five plots of land filled? Australia. Australia, Australia New Zealand, another one. You had a good idea about Antarctica. I did. You know, kind of like the a- African section, which is the outpost, it's more just like a walkway that's themed, right? It was going to be a whole African country, but then they took all that concept art and built a whole gate around that. They made a fourth gate around that pavilion plan. So they slimmed down Africa. You just walk through the outpost. Antarctica would be awesome. Just kind of like you go in a door and it's really cold to cool you off. The great best air conditioning on property. You come out the other side refreshed. And maybe a penguin appears. Brilliant. I love it. Animatronic penguins. It, It could be Mary Poppins themed. How about yeah, that? Man, I think there's there might be space. I'd have to look at the map again to see it all. Maybe it's over there by there's Britain. But uh, plenty yeah, of room. There's plenty there's, of room. There's room for five more. And honestly, just one. Give me an update with one, and I would be happy. Yeah, there there's uh, plenty of opportunity. They just need to pull the trigger and commit to something. Sounds good. Okay, what else do you have? I know you have one in Epcot. So yeah, let's stick in the World Showcase. Um, some people may argue with me on this, but I would say the World Showcase really needs an e-ticket attraction. A lot of people right now are thinking, um, the World Showcase now has an e-ticket attraction with Frozen Ever After. And I'm going to say, yeah, it's an e-ticket only to a certain population. We've been on it once, and our daughters are good. These last two trips are like, yeah, we're, we're all right. Um, I think once a year will be about how often we go on it. However, we've been on Test Track and Soarin', I don't know how many times. The Mountains at the Magic Kingdom, I don't know how many times. Everest, no clue how many times the kids have been on those. A true e-ticket is going to have the rewritability. The kids and adults are both going to want to continue to do that. Frozen, it's a long rope drop. It's kind of far back. It, it just is awkward to get to. We it's hard to work in, but if they put a real e-ticket attraction somewhere in the back of the World Showcase, it would help disperse the crowds at Epcot, draw you all the way back there. There's a lot of people that are quick to point out that all of the World Showcase has two rides, two attractions that actually move you, and they both involve a slow-moving boat. Um, one is way fancier than the other, yeah, but slow-moving boat. Um, one is almost like it's a small world just in Mexico with screens with Donald and mm-hmm. the three Cabaneros on it, which it's entertaining. It's a great attraction, but man, there's something about a roller coaster or something in the back of that world showcase that could be a lot more exciting. Um, just you need something back there, not necessarily in the American Adventure because you do have a pretty good attraction in American Adventure with that show. But Japan doesn't have an attraction. Morocco doesn't have an attraction. Italy doesn't have an attraction. And I'm I'm counting China as having an attraction with their movie. Canada has a movie. France has a movie. But, you know, Germany, we can't think of something exciting about Germany Mm -hmm. to build off of and around. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, the big thing was it wasn't meant to be like that when Epcot started. And then when Michael Eisner took over, he visited the Morocco Pavilion. And the first thing he said is, why does this not have an attraction? 
they need attraction. Yeah. That's why you saw Norway, they kind of speed rushed uh, that um, mm-hmm. before it was frozen, that together, and, of course, in Mexico. Uh, I've seen plans for Canada to eventually get, like, a log flume. I've heard that rumor. That, and that would make sense. I mean, the, the logging and everything yep. that... But, and they have the room. They can yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, well, have... they devoted a lot of Canada's room to that Millennial Pavilion, that huge giant event center. Yeah. That took up one whole space between uh, Canada and UK, which we ran through that space. Seeing the backside of the United Kingdom during the race is not nearly as pretty as the front side. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why it's fun to do the races, to but, see the back. I mean, you could even put like, the carpets of Aladdin in Morocco or, or you know, things like that. Even if they're small attractions, it doesn't even have to be an e-ticket. Just something else to do to keep you into that country, I think. Yeah. Give us a little more reason to go and mm-hmm. a little more reason to stay, especially for families. Um, you know, you can meet characters all across the world showcase. Sometimes, though, their times doesn't make any sense. Like, why does Snow White not start meeting anybody until like one o'clock in the afternoon? I don't know why she gets to start the day two hours late. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, Italy has great food, but that is like it. I'm pretty sure Italy has more than offer more to offer than pizza and pasta and gelato and wine. I I mean that's all amazing stuff. Don't get me wrong, I love it, but Maybe it's time to add a little something. I, you know, maybe we don't need another country. We just need to finish, flush out the country. No, because then you're taking away from my wishes. Still need another I, country was, in there. I just want to dampen, like, rain on your parade, Derek. All right. Well, Although a new pavilion could have an amazing attraction. E-ticket, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, that's I just added cool. there. Both of us win. We get an e-ticket attraction yep. and a new pavilion. So I'm going to stay in Epcot, and we're going to bash it just one more time. And uh, I, we weren't setting out to be all negative. No, we today, weren't. Were we? uh, just, you know, I, just, we're, we're wishing kinda, for things. This we're is wishing. happy. I wish, you know, there's some areas of Epcot I used to love as a kid, of course, where Body Wars is. And, and mm-hmm. I remember the uh, journey to imagination being longer and had a lot more fun things. And you're just seeing Epcot kind of start to uh, a little bit less is more kind of thing. And so I just wanted to see him refurbish. Uh, the, those couple kind of journey to imagination, the pavilion a little bit, uh, and then move over to where Body Wars. Uh, what is that called? Um, where Body Wars was the the yellow. Well, right dome. now, it's the festival center where they have all their classes and little videos about the all their festivals. We went in there for Flower and Garden. It would be a lot more exciting with Body Wars, though. Yeah, but I mean, why can't you redo a Body Wars type thing or, or put something else in there? Just I don't know, just spruce it up a little bit, I guess. Give give a couple more attractions in there. Hey, that splinter was not going to heal itself. It's a good thing we got shrunk down and went in there. You never know about splinters. No, nope. they're dangerous. And ever so, since then, yeah. I've been afraid. Every time I get a splinter, that is just embedded <laughs> in my mind now. Or maybe you're afraid someone's going to get injected into you. Um, along those lines. So some of all thrills was Samantha and Alden's one of their favorite things to do at Epcot. Claire wasn't tall enough to enjoy it um, as often. I think her last before they got rid of it, she got to do it once. Trying to explain to children why some of all thrills is just closed and nothing's there is really difficult. 
because they haven't replaced it with anything. Mm-hmm. They're clearly not doing anything with the space. And they're like, why'd they close it? Like, well, Raytheon was the title sponsor, and the sponsorship ended. They decided not to renew their sponsorship. And the kids are like, but it's a ride at Disney World. Like, just run the ride. You know, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't get it. And I personally, I totally understand why they don't get it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So innovations just needs a uh, kind of a jump start i know they added the extra character spot areas which is really good putting baymax and uh inside out into that innovation space that was a good use maybe they could add a couple more characters in there which the true epcot people are all cringing at the idea of more characters in their epcot but you gotta have something to do while you're eating your food and drinking your beverages um, you know, and using the all the facilities already in place makes the most sense. I agree. All right, I think we we've bashed Epcot quite a bit. Let's uh let's move. Oh. But yeah, Epcot does need some work, and uh hopefully and hopefully in the next couple of years, maybe after they uh spruce up Star Wars Land, and they'll they'll go back to Epcot and make some big renovations. May be the next mm-hmm. park that they really tackle. Okay. So, all right, where, yep, where are you off to next? What's your next wish? I would like to wish that all the dessert parties get kind of restructured. Um, part of it's the menu, part of it's the location. So the menu, sometimes they try to be a little too fancy. Sometimes it's nice just to have a chocolate chip cookie available if you want to eat a chocolate chip cookie. Everything doesn't have to be a fancy dessert. It's great. There's options. But maybe some normal desserts out there. A brownie is not a bad idea. I think every dessert party, you pay like $70 for the Star Wars dessert party. I feel like there should be Mickey bars. Unlimited. If I want to grab 10 and eat 10 Mickey bars and make myself sick, that's my prerogative. Um, You know, we did the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam dessert party. And just about everything was peppermint. I understand it was Christmas. Nope, but couldn't do it. Don't like. Don't you like gotta it. have some options, like just the simple Mickey bars. Because when we did the Pirates and Pals uh, fireworks cruise, they had the freezer with the Mickey bars. Basically, all the frozen novelties you can buy in the park, right there. Were people going back and forth for them? Not really. I had probably more than most people, but we enjoyed that along with the regular desserts. But just some simpler desserts at the dessert party would go a long ways. Um, the other thing I would like to change about most of the dessert parties is the fact that where you sit to eat your dessert, you don't sit to watch the fireworks. Oh, yep. You have to, like, eat, and then you have to worry about, are they letting us go? Are they opening it? you got to keep, like, one eye on the exit to see if people are heading to the viewing area and the other eye shoveling food in because you want to be one of the – first people done and by the time they let you into the desserts it's kind of like chaos you're running around running around you eat your desserts then you're watching the door because you don't want to be the last one to leave because the viewing area you still end up behind people if you're not out there early you're behind the other dessert party people so when we did our world of color dessert party at disneyland other than it downpouring on us the whole time in California and California having absolutely no plan B with rain as if if they did not know it existed, like an umbrella, come on, California, you have those, right? But um, you sat 
where you watched. So you could watch World of Color while finishing your desserts. There was no hecticness. Yeah, you had to stand a little while to get in, but it would have been great had it not been raining. Um, Disney World has nothing like that. The uh, Tomorrowland Terrace is the closest, but you still have to get up, go to the rail to see. So find an area where to do a dessert party where you can sit and like maybe even tier the tables so that people can sit and see. You have rooftops, I believe. Put some tables on a rooftop somewhere. You know, get creative, but I want to be able to sit and eat my expensive overpriced desserts and watch the fireworks without having to run around. The amount of money you pay, it should be a little more relaxing. I agree. Even, even though Is that I've a never, long enough rant? It was a good rant, but I understand. I, I've seen where the Star Wars um, dessert party is. It's inside the bay. In the launch bay, and, which and is I, cool. Except, except you still got to do, like you said, you gonna now you got to get back outside. So it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. I would want to eat my overpriced Mickey bar while watching the fireworks. Uh, so hopefully when the Star Wars land at least comes out, they'll tackle that problem at, at that park. I don't know about California, yeah. but... Uh, we'll see. Oh no, the World of Color one was the best one we've done, other than you know the torrential downpour in California. Um, but uh, you know the neat thing about it being a launch bay is they do the character meets. But, like Goofy came around our uh, our Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam dessert party, but it was practically pitch black and crammed in with tables and hard to get enough space even get a picture like appropriately with the kids Mm. it was just all kinds of awkward and there's about a thousand ways they could do it better but they're not so i i think they you know for the amount that you pay for a dessert party i don't want the price to go up i want the service to be better i suppose i've debated it for us in june for star wars but at 70 dollars i just i yeah, no, we I'm can good. stand there for an hour. I'm, I'm fine with waiting. You still have to wait to get into the dessert party because if you don't line up for it, you're one of the last ones in and there's no tables left. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. I don't need the overpriced sweets. But I like dessert, so. Well, we can we can find a dessert and split it. How about that? Uh, while while, while watching. What? Okay. Why are we splitting I don't dessert? know. Never mind. Good point. Maybe we'll sampling. Get Sa- yeah, sample we'll, we'll just sample each other. There split. you go. Yes, yeah, oh, but at least we can watch fireworks while we do that. I don't share desserts very I, I, well. I don't either. I don't even know why I suggested <laughs> it. Uh, I, for a second, I thought you were my wife, I, except we don't. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, oh, all right. Dear. Uh, moving, moving on. Moving on, on. As, as this show took a weird turn there for a second. Uh, my final one and kind of the big one, my biggest wish, and I just want it to happen in my lifetime. It's one that always gets brought up every couple of years is I would love to see a fifth gate at Disney World, uh, which means I would like to see a fifth theme park. So you have the four that are operating right now. We haven't seen one. Uh, was Animal Kingdom 98, somewhere in there. And, uh, 98? Yep. And so 89. We're, we're um, 20 years studios. from that, and we haven't seen another park. I think it, we're due. Uh, hey, we're not some, quite 20 years. But not getting quite. there. We're not that old. No. But... My point, I would like to see a fifth theme park, especially with Universal buying a huge plot of land, looking to really expand. I think Disney needs to kind of step it up. 
you know, they did the Bush Garden look like with uh, Animal Kingdom. Let's take a look at some of the other uh, big theme parks in the world, like you know, some of these roller coaster places, and let's do an, an adventure Disney park where there's more coasters and more things for that teenage and you know you can do a lot of fun things with your IPs that way and so there's so many things you could do fifth theme park I would love to see it so you're so if you got to pick anything to do with your fifth theme park it would be coaster heavy is that what you're saying yeah probably coaster heavy at least more (laughs) more more attractions that aren't geared for children which I know Disney is really particular about so it'd probably have to be a park where it's split 50-50, mm-hmm. but you'll see a lot more of the Tower of Terror slash rock and roller coaster type rides versus It's a Small World and the boat rides through the Mexico Pavilion that we talked about earlier. Yeah, I think you know if they go heavy in the coasters, as long as they stay at 48 inches, mm-hmm. it's somewhat, when you get over 48 inches, man, standing there at Universal with Alden when he couldn't ride the, oh, the Harry Potter roller coaster, it's not Dueling Dragons anymore, but whatever they have called it now in Harry Potter land. But we were standing there with an older kid that's like not tall enough because he's not 52 inches yet. They are grumpy, and there is nothing less fun than that. You know, they're used to doing every ride, and then you go there and they can't do that. So 48 inches is tall enough to do plenty extreme, I think, and still do that coaster. So I didn't see that coming. I wasn't wasn't ready for the coaster park um i thought you'd just say we need a marvel park in well, no, well marvel get all your ips in there throw marvel in there throw some pixar throw some uh there we got star wars going out where indiana jones i'd love to see there's no indiana jones ride in uh disney world no. so you got one out not, west not you know, bring, bring something uh bring something east yeah i would love um there, i mean they're where... already announced a fifth movie so there we go. It can have a tie-in. And it can't get any worse than the last movie. True. So. There's a fourth movie. I've kind of tried to uh, I tried to nuke the fridge out of that out of my mind. Had out of that something one. with to do with a UFO coming out of the ground in South America. Um, yeah. Fan, it was fan fiction. Yeah. Um, so where would you put your fifth gate on property? Where are you situated this? I've, this is a question I'm not ready for, but I'm. You're thinking, not ready for that. I'm well, thinking, you're going to open a fifth gate. You got to put it somewhere. Uh, yeah, they have room, the under Magic Kingdom to the west. I know they have room over there, and they because because Disney World's on two south count, of. Well, they have the two county lines, mm-hmm. and so the other county has been really wanting. Uh, they get a little bit of Animal more. Kingdom, but they want more for the tax revenue. And and so why not get something over there? I can't think well, of the county will, names. Well, I yeah I I will tell you we ran that stretch of the property mm-hmm. uh, to start the race, and there is a pretty good stretch of nothing there, kind of north of Coronado Springs, south of the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Um, as you get closer to um, Animal Kingdom, it's where you run into all the greenhouses and the horticulture area. Where they grow it is crazy. We ran through like past that, and like the rows of bushes and trees and plants that they're growing is insane. Um, so that's kind of that direction. But I think they have plenty of room. They'd have to buy some land to offset the development with state laws in Florida. 
which they're capable of doing. Uh, it's I Disney. Think that's they make the their direction. own laws. They, yeah, they try to anyway. They, uh, I think it could happen. I think that would be the most viable area, kind of near Coronado Springs, that direction. Um, yeah, I don't know what theme. You know, you could do everything else kind of has the movie sort of thing. You know, ESPN has an area, but why not an ESPN park? Just sports in the yeah, tracks. Just, I don't know. ESPN just that laid off a hundred people and got some bad PR you're, going right now. You're not one of them, are you? I mean, no, no. ABC never. didn't take no, a hit they there, did, did not, they? They did not. All right, you didn't. So we're, we're didn't still tell me good. anything. Okay. Um, yeah, I I just don't know how you theme it. I like the more aggressive attractions. Because uh, Animal Kingdom definitely didn't open with that. They added that. They mm-hmm. added Everest later. Um, so open with a few coasters to really draw people in. Um, I don't know what kind of... You could do it like a whole Indiana Jones theme, but not call it Indiana Jones. Call it like an adventure park, almost like the Adventures Club. And uh, I don't know. There's so many options with oh, yeah. the fifth park that uh, we could talk for another three, four hours about that. But I was really surprised, though, with Star Wars. I thought Star Wars would be our fifth gate. I thought so, too. I I, I kind of hoped it would be. But I think so many people don't like or don't know Star Wars to where it would eliminate a certain percentage of the population from even bothering to visit. So I think that's what kept that from happening. Yeah, but... The studios is going to be, you know, half Chaos. Star Wars in a couple of year yeah. in a couple of years. So it will maybe be, they might maybe re- they'll open a studios park where you can learn about animation and movie making and TV production. Well, uh, and I've heard they might rename <laughs> the studios. Like it sounds well, like yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's going to be Star Wars it. Toy Story with random other elements the uh, land. Uh huh. Yeah, so maybe in a few years someone's going to sit down somewhere and go, you know what we really need is a park that shows you how animation is created. And how about some working TV studios in a park? They're going to just totally redo Hollywood Studios as the fifth gate. They're going to make it up, make it again. Love it. That's what's coming. That, that's that a good idea. just like that's, something Disney would do, That does seem too. like something they would do. Yeah, yeah. And then they'd add some food booths and have a festival, and they're all set. Yep. And that's fifth park. <laughs> Done and done. Yeah, they, actually, that that could be the fifth park, the festival park. No, Just that's already Epcot. Epcot's that nine months out of the year anyway. Yeah, that's true. Basically, the summer and Christmas are the only time there's no festivals. And uh, Christmas really surprises me that they don't fire up a few of those booths in the, at least in each uh, country, and have holiday food. You know, like is this in America, another, this is another wish you're having. This is not a wish. I do not wish this. This this is what's re- going to happen in a couple years. Just write this down. I predicted it. Pretty soon you're going to be able to get Christmas dinner from where the Smokehouse booth is right now for most of the year in a, the American Adventure Pavilion. You're going to be able to get Christmas dinner. You're going to be able to get your turkey or ham. Yeah, that's what's coming. And then Italy you get, you know, an Italian Christmas dinner. In UK you can get a, you know, traditional English Christmas dinner. I don't know what that involves, but I could learn. See? All right. I'm, I, yeah, I'm interested. Of everything we mentioned, that's going to be the first thing to happen. Yeah. Not something. Someone just took notes on that one. 
Ooh, another festival. Festival right. of the Holocaust. How can we have more festivals? So, awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else on your list? That was my last one. You know, as a bonus one, this is not in the top four or so that I mentioned. I would just really like it if they would actually fix Stitch and do something there. They went seasonal. Wait, don't they don't fix it. it. Just close it. Well, do it. Like, just put something else in there. Quit teasing us with the idea that something else is going to come, and then all of a sudden, poof, it's open on spring break. Like, let's let's just start gutting that and put Wreck-It Ralph in, please. Thank you, and goodbye. I agree. I have nothing to say. We've talked about Stitch so much uh, that it still surprises me that people line up to go to it when it's dude, open They just one don't day know any month. better. Um, we should just stand there and tell people, no, don't. Don't no, because no, but, because people are getting out of lines that we want to be in. So I will true. let people More go barrier. all day. Go Everyone to go to Stitch. Yep, that's our favorite attraction mm-hmm. when open. So still don't understand know, maybe, why you have to be. That's a, and you have to be what forty eight inches, forty four. That's because it's scary. They didn't have that height requirement on it um, when it first opened, and then they added it back just because people were taking their two and three year olds in there and getting screaming the whole time. So. It's scary. Okay. That's the only reason for the height requirement. That and the shoulder harnesses, a lot of people say that's why, but the shoulder harnesses can come down lower, and that's not a big deal because if they're not on your shoulders, it's not like you're going to fly out. Um, I think the fifth gate could just be all Stitch's Great Escape, just a whole theme park based around that one attraction. That'd be awesome, right? No, that'd fail, Mr. Right? Yep. Everyone <sighs> wants Stitch. More Stitch. So. They, people do love Stitch. They He's do. A great character. Well, they just you get them to, no you, you get them at uh, you know Ohana, and so you get your fill there. Yeah, maybe the whole fifth gate will be aliens of the IP properties. Just all the Disney aliens combined. Be- because John Carter of Mar- no, not jo- John, John Carter. John Carter yeah, of Mars. Mars. Yeah. And yeah. then Mars Needs Moms, another Disney movie that, yeah, that failed. Was not good. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. Disney doesn't have a lot of good luck with aliens at the moment. Um, well, we're bringing on a whole bunch of big blue ones, so hopefully that goes Oh, yeah, better. the Avatar. I forgot those are aliens. So. But that's we're... not their IP, so... Nope, yeah. so... All right, well, speaking of Avatar, I want to say we are going to be there in a few weeks. We'll be listening to, uh, I mean, five weeks? Four weeks? Five weeks? Somewhere in there. I don't have up. a countdown but, going. Soon uh, enough. We should, yes, yeah, soon. So uh, if you're listening to this show, be on the lookout for our live Pandora review coming out here soon. Excited to be doing a bunch of shows with Doug here in Disney World. So that will be a lot of fun. We've booked up our Fast Passes and our reservations. But just like uh, Disney Park Hours change, Doug uh-huh. likes to mess with those. So that's my, other, that's my other wish is that Doug would just lock in everything. And so I know what Not to gonna expect. Not going to do that for you, Derek. Um, right now we have more dining than we could possibly eat. I know. I've so, seen that. I'm like, we have dining at 4 and at 5. And I'm just like, are we going to eat back to back? We've we got to pick one, Doug. We're having seven meals one day, Derek. Bring your stretchy pants. Will do. No, we're, I don't know that most of those, you know, I see them, so I snag them so I can debate it and think about it, see what you would like to do. So maybe we'll take a vote. We'll let, and let, let our listeners decide. vote. I like that. Oh, I don't know if I trust our listeners. Oh, no, that would be fun. Let I don't them, know. Give the them some issues. power. I've, maybe we'll let them vote on something we eat. 
Sounds good. Well, that, that. that'll be a lot of fun. So in honor of that, we do fo- voting and polls and fun things on social media. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. And we also want to hear for you. What are your wishes? What are some of the things that you want to happen in Walt Disney World or maybe Disneyland or on the Disney cruise ships or maybe a sequel to a movie you want to see or maybe Ooh, not yeah. see? I mean, we didn't even get into the movie realm yet. Uh, but there's all sorts of Disney property that we can talk about. What are some of the things that you want to see? And so let's talk about them on social media, so be sure to follow us. Yeah, I would have wished for an incredible sequel back in the day, and that happened. So see, your wishes Wishes do. can come that true. One's, yeah, that one's a lot later than I was wishing it for. It, we got, we're getting Cars 3 before Incredibles 2, but yeah. what, what sells more toys, I Cash guess? Cash cow. Yep. Cars outsells everything. It does. So. It does. So, All right. Well, that is all the time that we got for tonight. Thank you for being a part of our one-year special. Thank you for listening. Be sure to go back in the past year and have fun listening to some older episodes. And uh, we very much appreciate you as our fans. So for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to another Rope Drop Radio.